to Hebrews chapter number 10, if you'll put your bookmark there or something and jump over to Philippians chapter number 2 tonight, and we'll kind of start off there in Philippians chapter number 2, and then make our way back into reading our theme verse, text verse, and really making some comments from all of that. And in, I'm going to use Facebook as a prime example tonight. Uh, for illustration, since it's been brought up, uh, and uh, uh, and I'm glad that I'm glad that some of you don't have it. I know I make fun of Brother Omley, but uh, I wish I didn't have it uh, most days. Uh, and uh, and there's several times I've tried to get off of it, uh, and uh, other platforms just be analog uh, and uh, and not be on it uh, because uh, you're happier uh, <laughs> when you're not uh, for many uh, for many reasons. And but one of the biggest reasons. Uh, is uh, just the stuff that you see uh, and uh, that people uh, do that know better. Uh, and part of consider, I look at Facebook in, in, in this context of what we're talking about today uh, is a way that I consider uh, people in church. Uh, as, I, as I look to what their needs are, sometimes it's, you know, they have prayer requests. Uh, there are... Um, uh, people put cries for help, you know, out there on on that, you know, pray for me. There's this going on or whatever, or, um, and um, it, there's times where they share joyous occasions like babies being born and uh, uh, and stuff like that. There's all those good things, um, but uh, when we talk about provoking one another unto love and good works, um, what some Christians need to do, not just the pastor, is call people out with their Facebook and social media stuff. When, when you see something that's not Christian, um, um, privately call them, send a message. I don't know how many times I've just, I've called people and says, hey, maybe you, want, you might want to pull that down and take that, and take that off there, not say something that way. Uh, and um, in, you say, I don't really like that, that concept or that idea. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But, um, but that's part of our mutual responsibility to one another in the, in the understanding of what the scripture says. So we, we provoke unto love and good works, and we say, well, that's really not a Christian thing to do or a Christian thing to say. That's not a Christian place to go. Um, and I, I think you should do that privately and not like necessarily call people out publicly on those. Uh, however, if you post public nonsense, then it, people are, they're, it's okay for them to uh, say stuff about it publicly. And, um, uh, and I'll just put it this way. If um, young people, I mean, anybody, uh, if, if, if I can't be your Facebook friend because you're afraid of what I'm going to see, then you shouldn't even be on there. And uh, I know that's pretty straightforward, but I don't know any other way to say that. Um, if, if kids, if your parents can't look at your Instagram accounts and stuff like that, and you got fake ones, uh, and uh, so your parents can't see them, uh, that's ungodly and it's not something that you should do. Uh, and and um, we, it's, a, it's an epidemic, really, um, uh, the, a lot of the things that, uh, that you see uh, on there that, that aren't godly things. And uh, so as a family, uh, church family, uh, I think that's one way that we can, in a positive way, uh, consider one another, see what needs are there. Um, like, you know, be, I see somebody check into a hospital or pray for me, I'm at the hospital. Sometimes that's the only way that I would know. Um, but again, you can't rely upon um, the fact that people are going to see those things and there are other ways uh, to communicate uh, those needs. 
So there's a positive and there's a negative, pretty much to everything in life. You know, there's pros and cons, there's necessary evils, and social media uh, is one of those necessary evils today. Uh, and so praise the Lord if you're not on it, uh, but if you are on it, uh, you need to, you need to um, understand that you're supposed to do Facebook to the glory of God. Um, you're supposed to, you know, everything you do, you're supposed to eat dinner to the glory of God. I mean, uh, when it's everything we do is supposed to bring him glory, um, he should be front of mind uh, in all those areas of our life. Uh, and, uh, and, and so if, uh, if, you don't, if you don't let other Christians um, and, and hide that stuff from other Christians in your church, um, uh, I just call shenanigans. Uh, I, I, just, I just call that you're, you're hiding stuff. You're doing stuff that you're not supposed to do. And, uh, and please understand that this idea of provoking one another on love and good works is a positive. There's a positive uh, tone to that. Uh, it's out of love, uh, and, uh, and we want uh, uh, people's best interests. Keep that uh, at heart. Uh, but um, you're, you're still supposed to do it. And shame on us uh, if, uh, if we see sin uh, and we don't confront it, especially with people we care for and love. I'm not talking about you know, uh, other people uh, that uh, are, you know, out there or whatever, uh, but with, with each other, all right? Is everybody okay? Um, I know I'm, I am a professional provocateur. Um, and uh, now a spiritual one, not a, not a you know, uh, somebody who's going to, uh, you know, do things uh, to really, you know, cause trouble or stir up trouble. Uh, that's not the goal. Uh, it, is, it is to correct, it's to lovingly um, guide and lead. Uh, it, there, there's a lot of reasons, uh, but you uh, too need to be a provocateur, uh, a positive spiritual provocateur uh, to the people uh, that are in your life. Uh, and, uh, and so having said that, uh, in Philippians chapter number two, we're going to read just a couple verses to start in verse number three, um, uh, all the way through the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, with, with pretty much every church that he wrote letters to under inspiration, uh, encouraged unity uh, and um, striving together for the gospel. Um, there's, there's so many verses that are around that. This is one of them, uh, and, uh, but uh, it kind of sets uh, a tone, I guess, uh, for some of the, uh, the things I'll say here in a little bit. But the Bible says, let nothing, verse 3, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. That um, means nothing. So he's telling the church at Philippi that, uh, that need, they need to love each other. They need to strive together for the gospel in, in chapter number one uh, and uh, be of one love, of the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, unity. It says, don't let anything be done in strife. Uh, anger, um, he, he tells us elsewhere to put off anger, to put off malice, to, you know, all those types of negative things, uh, and, and to love and prefer. Uh, uh, the Proverbs say, a soft answer turns away wrath. James talks about how we're supposed to control our tongue. We have lots of practical instruction about how to behave as Christians uh, with the things that we say and how we interact with one another. Uh, and again, uh, we are a body fitly joined together. It's a local church assembly. Uh, God places us here. Um, Miss Amy joined the church today, um, but um, I feel and understand that it's a spiritual decision that's prayed over, and it's not just somebody who's saved and baptized, but it's somebody who wants to identify uh, with the positions of this church, 
uh, and, and, and get in and participate uh, in, in, in all the ways that a person can. Uh, and it's, it's thoughtful, it's prayerful, uh, and it's not happenstance. It's not consumer-driven. It's not <clears throat> what programs a church has and all that. Those are all great. It's wonderful when there's youth groups and, uh, and you know, whatever, all the different, different things. Uh, but God places you in a local church. Um, and, and when somebody says, I prayed about it, it's the Lord's will, I think it's the Lord's will for us to, to join Berean Baptist Church, then it best be the Lord's will for you to leave. We pray and we, we, pray and we vote uh, people in, uh, but on the other side of that, people just willy-nilly treat you know, departures or whatever. Uh, it's, it's, more, it's more spiritual than, than that. It's, it's more... Uh, it's important to God. It's important to uh, the the autonomy of, of the local church, uh, and uh, and God sets you in a church. And if God sets you in a local church, places it gives you the heart to be there, then I don't got to worry about keeping you. Um, I, it, that's that's how I try to approach it. Uh, I don't take the credit for people when they come. Uh, I don't take the blame for when they leave. I, I love them while I have them. Uh, and, uh, and that's the only way I know to do ministry. But if you're a member of Brean Baptist Church, I just believe that God led you to be a member. Um, because, if, if, because if you just picked, you know, uh, in the telephone book and went, uh, and, uh, and did that, um, that might not be of the Lord. Um, you could think God director, directed your hand, uh, you know, and God show me. I, I don't know. It's how some people read their Bible uh, and just flip it open to a page, and that's where God wants me to be today. Um, I just, I, I, God's not a, 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 the author of confusion. He is a God of order. Uh, and uh, so if he fitly joins you to a body, uh, then fitly be joined to it uh, and, uh, and serve the Lord. So strife let me put it this way. When is the last time your humility got you in trouble at church? It just doesn't. You know, I saw a preacher post that on Twitter just before I came into the service, and I thought, I almost responded. I said, well, um, you know, I won an award for humility once, and somebody got mad. Uh, you know, or somebody got jealous or whatever, uh, and uh, they got mad I was wearing the, the you know, uh, the button. Uh, and, uh, uh, but um, our, humi- our humility isn't what gets, in, gets us in trouble. It's our pride. It's, the Bible says in Proverbs, only by pride comes contention. So that's why God lays a huge premium uh, through the Apostle Paul uh, that nothing should be done in strife. You shouldn't, you, you know, um, it's almost, it's akin to, you know, if you tell your, your kids or something, like, clean up your room, and then they're, they're huffing and puffing the whole time, you know, and slamming stuff or whatever and doing that. You know, they're doing it, but they're being obedient, but they're really not being obedient. Um, we do God that way so much. It's like, you know, well, I'm here. I might as well, you know, or even taking what I'm talking about uh, in the context of today's messages uh, and, uh, and, and not being very cheerful. But it's not just strife, but he says, don't do anything in vainglory. So it shouldn't be done by strife. It shouldn't be done in vanity for the, uh, to please men or the glory, but in lowliness of mind, humility. And then it says, let each esteem other better than themselves. Here's how you should walk into every church service. Uh, you look around, because we're considering one another, uh, and you look around and you say, everybody in here is better than me. And when you do that, you're obeying the Word of God, because it says to let esteem Everybody else, what does it say? 
Let each esteem other better than themselves. If you look around this room and you consciously say, you know, um, you know, Brother Russ, he's better than me. Brother Matt, he's, he's, he's a better man than me. Um, esteem everybody better than self, you get, you're going to have a real hard time getting offended and, and your pride getting in the way. It's a very simple solution uh, to the strife and vainglory that oftentimes takes, uh, you know, because when our pride gets offended, uh, it, it, any strife, if you got a problem with me or I got a problem with you or vice versa, whatever, it's, it's somebody's pride is offended or both parties' prides are offended. Uh, and when you die to self, you say, I'm dead to self. Uh, I'm a servant of Christ, and everybody in this room is better than me. And, and that'll solve a lot of your problems. Uh, and, uh, and I think uh, uh, God understands that. And then it says, and this is where we're like, okay, I can agree with that. That's, you know, that's good stuff. And then he says, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Whoa, hold on. Uh, you know, uh, God not only tells us to be unified, he has a lot to say about selfishness, putting others before self, but he says, don't worry about, don't just worry about your own things, but uh, concern yourself about the things of, of others, every, every person's things. Um, that's that idea of consideration. Uh, and, and when I think of, uh, let's jump back over into Hebrews chapter number 10, uh, run, run out of time. Um, the, the unity, the mutuality uh, of us as Christians, as, as brothers and sisters in Christ, being part of the household of faith, the family of God. Um, we, we, uh, we think of the church body. People refer to, you know, um, uh, again, I'm not universal church or whatever. Uh, uh, they think of the body of believers. I just use, it's semantics. It's the family of God. Uh, and uh, God deals a lot with that topic. We're saved. We have an individual responsibility to God uh, in our own personal walk. But together, um, we are to strive together with the gospel. There's a mutuality, a responsibility uh, that is it's throughout, the, throughout the New Testament. And we can't get away from it. When we're reading the book of Hebrews, um, it's not necessarily spoken about until we get to chapter number 10 where it, he, God specifically says, you know, you've considered your apostle and high priest, Jesus Christ, uh, and he says, now consider one another, but it's explicitly throughout the book of Hebrews. Uh, so let's, let's just go to a couple spots so I can, can show you that. The, the Christian faith, the mutuality of Christian faith uh, is emphasized through uh, what we've been reading, uh, we've just been not really honing in. You know, let's look at Hebrews chapter number 2 real quick. I know I had you turned to 10, but we'll just uh, sword drill through just a couple, couple verses here. Uh, but in verse number 12, uh, the Bible says, uh, saying, um, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church while I sing praise unto thee. Then verse number 16, he says, For verily he, Jesus, took on him the nature of angels, not just the nature of angels, but uh, him the nature, but the he took on him the seed of Abraham of of man. So what uh, Paul is trying to help us to understand is that we are all of of one family, believers, the saved Jews that were there uh, that Paul's addressing in in its context, us uh, as uh, we're part of the family of God. Uh, that we're, we we're not. It's not replacement theology. You'll see here in a second where he refers to believers as 
uh, as his people. So it's a mutuality. It's not just a private thing. Our Christianity uh, isn't just, well, it's just, uh, you know, our personal walk with God is vital and it's important, but that's not what it's all about uh, completely. It's more than that. You, you, you learn of God uh, and, uh, and you ta- take on, um, uh, through the Spirit of God, uh, we, you want to assimilate the characteristics, the traits of Christ and uh, in, in, in the imitation of Him, as I mentioned this morning. Uh, but it's for a purpose. It's to bring Him glory, but, it's, but it's, to, it's to share your faith with other people. It's to, it's to communicate um, with one another uh, in the ways that I'm, I'm explaining today, uh, in provoking. Uh, there are many reasons, but he's teaching that we are part, uh, the children of one family. Uh, he also describes it in verse number six of chapter number three as us being part of a household. He says, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we? So we're, we're part of a family as believers. We're part of the same household. Uh, and, and the theme keeps running through. Chapter number four, verse number nine, there remain it therefore a rest to the people of God. Uh, if you're a believer, you're saved by the blood of Christ, you are you're his people. We're his people. Um, I, you know, I, I thought about, um, well, this morning, by the way, we did have a, a gypsy visitor that, that came to church, and, uh, and it was the, the guy who told me that he loved me. Uh, and, uh, uh, and so he was here in the service, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, but you, you think of um, that culture, any culture, uh, where people refer to others in that as, as those are my people. Um, well, you're my people, uh, and, and you, you want to you be with your people. You, you want to help um, people uh, around you. Uh, there are um, so many benefits uh, and blessings that, that come from having a people, uh, and, it's, and it's, even, it's, it's better than that because the, the Scriptures teach us that as you're saved, well, there's blessings when we get to heaven, but here he says you're going to have um, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. Uh, you're going to have houses and, uh, and family. So when I go to uh, the other side of the country and I walk in an independent fundamental Baptist church, I feel at home because I'm with, I'm with my people. Uh, and and, you, and you, really don't, you really don't get that. Uh, with a lot of other structures. I, uh, and you think of um, uh, the ties that, or the family atmosphere that law enforcement has or, uh, or the military has or you know, whatever the bikers have. Uh, it's not the same uh, that we have as being part of uh, the people of God. Uh, chapter number four, verse number 14 uh, says that we're all represented, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. We collectively have a high priest. I do, um, and, uh, and I can go to the throne room of grace uh, in, in prayer boldly, but we. Uh, it's, a, it's a mutual thing that God has, has given us. Um, the, and to hurry, the Bible says that we're heirs of a better covenant based on better promises in chapter number eight. Uh, uh, and, uh, and these are um, benefits in Christ uh, as a believer, uh, that are enjoyed by believers mutually uh, and, uh, and bring with them, however, um, commensurate responsibilities. Uh, we have blessings, but with, with 
um, blessings come responsibilities. Uh, you, know, um, you know, God, uh, there's, of course, Proverbs that deal with this, not just biblical Proverbs, but, um, you know, Proverbs in general uh, that deal with the fact that, you know, to, to, to whom much is given, much is required. Uh, and, uh, and God may be joint heirs with Christ, uh, but, but I'm supposed to live a life yoked together with him. Uh, a crucified life, a, cro- a cross-bearing life, a, uh, a living sacrifice uh, type of life that I'm dead to self, where, where the, only, the only way that I can as a, a human being, as a man with blood running through my veins, to be able to walk into a room full of people and look around and say, everybody in here is better than me, is a work of Christ and the Holy Spirit of God. The, the submission that we have, the humility, because we're not... Every, no man hates his own flesh. Uh, and, and even when we subjugate ourselves to authority or in instance like I've, I've, I've referenced, um, we still have enough old man sinful flesh in us that we fight against that. Uh, and and it, takes, it takes a lot of discipline and practice uh, to... Uh, to, to do those uh, spiritual things. So what are these responsibilities? Well, the one we talked about this morning was uh, to consider one another. And it's a strong expression uh, in the Bible. Uh, it, it, according to Strong's Concordance, um, uh, I, it consider means to perceive, um, to, to remark, to observe, to understand, to fix one's eyes upon. Uh, it, means, it, means calling, it means calling people out. It means, it means noticing. It means it's a, it's a purposeful thing. Uh, and it's not a, it's not a, a, a trivial uh, or casual activity. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's much more than just um, being considerate. Uh, we should do that. Uh, it is, it, it's, uh, it's more than that. It's an ongoing process. Uh, when God places you in a family... Um, this idea of considering and provoking one another unto love and good works is something that should be uh, an ongoing, nonstop type of a thing. Uh, and uh, I understand that people are busy uh, and everybody has their own lives to live. Um, but you have no idea the spiritual tragedies uh, and uh, apostasies and just damage that has taken place because people who knew about circumstances, they knew spiritually where somebody's at, and they didn't say anything. They, they, never, they never reached out to the individual. Then they crash and burn, and they blame, they blame God, they blame the people of God, they blame the pastor, they blame... Um, and, uh, and, and it might be, you know, something that you could have helped somebody with. Again, let me preface this with, it's not like, um, one of my biggest pet peeves, I only have like two or three of them, um, uh, but one of the top three is when somebody comes to me and says, Pastor, I got to tell you this, um, you know, uh, about somebody or whatever, just promise not to say anything, don't let them know that I told you. I'm like, you know, I'm like, what are we in, you know, grade school? My first response, I told somebody last night on the phone, not, not part of our church, I said, that's my, you, you know, do, have you talked to them? 
You just go talk to that person and you, and you, and you hash it out. And, um, and, uh, so, uh, I, I don't promise people anymore. I don't go, yeah, no, I'm just, it's all, it's all lips are sealed. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to, so there's times I say, you know what? You better go talk to them before I talk to them. And so if that just keeps people from coming to me and gossiping, that's a win. Um, but, but it's, but it's, you're not, Considering one another is not a game of gotcha. It's not looking, it's not looking for trouble and difficulty, looking to find somebody. Uh, it's just that when, when those things are discovered, as we think about, we're praying about, it'd be like, you know, it's like, oh, I, you know, I, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. Uh, and um, I could call them, I could text them or whatever. I could look at their Instagram, Facebook, and just kind of see uh, what's on their mind. And then, and then completely regret the fact that I saw it. But it's in those moments where I would say, you know what, I got you know, to call them or say something and, uh, and, uh, and do that because I love them. And I have a responsibility to them mutually as being part of a body that God has joined together uh, to, to, uh, to, in consideration, to remark, to observe, to understand, uh, to consider attentively, to fix one's eyes or mind upon uh, and uh, because we're in this together. Uh, you know, not like, not like a Hillary Clinton, it takes a village. Uh, but, but God has put us here uh, and together for an express purpose that he's laid out uh, in his word. So uh, it's an ongoing, it's an outgoing thing. It is, uh, it's a sympathetic consideration. Um, it, is, it is relating to, not, um, it's, it's sympathetic in the sense that you're, you're for. I'm, I am for you. You should be for each other. Uh, um, your successes are my successes. Uh, when, when you're happy, I'm happy. When you're sad, I'm sad. And that gets into the next part of empathy. Uh, having empathy for people, knowing what they're going through uh, and, and, and celebrating alongside of them, grieving alongside of them. Uh, but but you, don't, you can't have empathy if you, if you don't consider. Uh, if, you don't know, if you don't know how somebody is. It, it, it's as simple, oftentimes, it's just asking. You say, hey, I, you know, Call, call somebody on the phone and say, hey, I was praying for you. Is there anything I can pray for you? I'm praying for you today. Well, that encourages them right there that somebody's praying. I love it when I get calls or texts just like, hey, praying for you today. I get them on Sunday mornings from preachers. I got, I got one today from a, a preacher I've never met uh, and, uh, and, and, and told me that he was, he was praying for me. I get them from, uh, from all across the country, and it's, enc- it's an encouragement to me. Um, and, and so just the very discipline of asking somebody, um, let them know you're praying for them and asking, is there anything specifically I can pray for you about? Try that with your waiter or waitress at the restaurant. Uh, and, um, you know, there's just, I, I tried, I did this morning. Uh, I, was, I went through the drive-thru, coffee shop, and, uh, and, uh, and it's like, hey, and they know who I am or whatever. And uh, so I, I talk to a little speaker and they got a little camera and they're like, hey, good morning, Bob. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and they'll say, do you want this? They try to guess what I want, and they know exactly. And, uh, and so I get up there, and I, uh, and, uh, and I saw uh, the lady that was working, and I hadn't seen her for a while. I said, were you on vacation? She said, no, I've been here, this or that, or whatever. And, uh, and uh, uh, she just said something about, you know, some family issue problems. So I said, well, is there anything I can pray for you about? And she didn't tell me. I mean, she's working, there's lines and stuff. But, uh, but she said, you know what, I really appreciate you asking. And that's, that's, all, that's all, 
Now, if she ever has something that she needs serious prayer about, she's going to ask me because she knows I'll pray for her. Um, but how much more do we need to do that for each other than for a coffee barista? Um, and just say, hey, I, I can, you know. And by the way, if, you, if you're walking through the church dragging your knuckles and, you know, um, um, poochy-lipped or whatever and trying to send this, you know, a signal that there's something wrong, and, and, and somebody, somebody will ask you, are you having a bad day? And, um, and so, yeah, I am. And, uh, and, and then uh, just, you know, you don't have to you know, pray for me. And so I'll pray for you. Stop right there and just pray for, let me pray for you right now. Um, I had a, a, a gypsy pastor uh, call me um, yesterday, um, 6.30 in the morning. And, uh, uh, and he said, hey, I heard about this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we talked about, you know, how to minister to, uh, to different people. He's, his wife was a fortune teller. Uh, and he, was, he, says, he says, Pastor Reno, my wife was a fortune teller, and I was a thief. And God, he said, God made me a gypsy, but he didn't make me a thief. And he said, the man of God, even though there was gypsy signs uh, uh, and fortune telling signs all over our house, uh, knocked on our door one day, and he said, he said, we, um, anyways, I won't go into that. It's going to make me emotional. And, uh, uh, but he, but my, my point being uh, is that, um, he called to encourage. I didn't know who he was. And he's like, hey, if there's anything I can do to help you, uh, any direction I can give you, you got my number and, and all these different things. And it, and it, was, it was great. Um, he's, he's for, he's sympathizing. He, he knows what it's like um, to, to minister to, um, uh, to that people group. Uh, and, he, and he's lived in Europe for 15 years um, beyond that. But he, but he, he fell in love uh, with uh, uh, Brother uh, Kevin Folger, or Brother Thompson, uh, before that, uh, in, uh, in Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, and he says, I fell in love with, with the, the preacher in the church, and then I fell in love with the gospel. And, and that's, that's really what we're supposed to be doing, uh, is just loving on people. It's, it's compassion. When you consider people, consider one another, you have compassion for them, not just Knowing, it's bearing, it's, 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 it's not just pity, uh, it's what can I do? How can I come alongside you? Uh, when, you know, we, we have ways that, uh, that are kind of built in that we can do that to help bear burdens, whether it's uh, food chains and all that kind of stuff, uh, but just jump into it. It's like I said in passing this morning, uh, if somebody gets on and we, we're taking seven days, ten days to, uh, to, to help feed somebody, that should fill up in like five minutes. Um, but I just, I stare at it. I'm like, where? It's like, I know they're all on the internet because I, I see that they're on there. How come they're not jumping in and doing that? Um, I saw uh, with Jonathan and Amanda, um, somebody had posted a, um, a meal train, one of the family members. Um, and then, and then uh, there's, a, there's spots on there where you can, you can give. I watched that thing all day. And, and, and not one per, there was one person, the person who posted the thing was the one person that did the meal train, and it went all day long. Nobody gave anything. And so, so as a church, we use, I used some of our benevolent funds, and I put 500 bucks on there. And uh, because I just, I'm like, why? Like, what's wrong with people that they, that they won't do that? That's what our, it's, our Christianity is all about in many respects. 
Uh, and it's, it's having compassion, it's caring, it's loving, it's consideration for every fellow member uh, of, our, of our local church body, whatever their need, whatever their condition. Uh, and, it's, and, and it's not limited just to the sphere of the local church. It goes beyond that uh, with the Christian deeds that we're supposed to do. Uh, but, uh, but Paul is specific about what he says this consideration needs to be. Uh, and, uh, and so consideration for one another uh, in our text, uh, is, has a particular aim, and that's to provoke unto love and to good works. Um, and we talked a little bit this morning about how that can be done with being an example. Um, it, can be, it can be done uh, by, um, uh, of course, imitating uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and uh, it can be done by having joy uh, in our, uh, our Christian service, uh, singing out, uh, in uh, when we do worship music, there's a lot of things. Uh, in taking the opportunities, not just to speak and share the gospel, but the opportunities to, in, for speaking to others. Um, the Bible says that the Word of God, the living Word of God, uh, is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. But we are, um, uh, you know, also, um, a, a living Christian should be basically doing that for people as well. Uh, and, uh, and, and bearing their, uh, their infirmities, helping others in a spirit of love, provoking them uh, unto love uh, and good works. Uh, so we're told to stir people up uh, and, uh, and uh, to, um, uh, to provoke them. As a, as a um, you know, the provocateur is kind of a, uh, as a negative, you think of, I think of like people stirring up trouble, like, you know, um, Antifa, uh, you know, or, you know, that type of a thing. Um, but in a, in a positive spiritual way, uh, doing that, how? Um, by action. It, it, it's, it's, it's not just, uh, you know, speaking it, or it, that's not sufficient. Um, saying you love somebody is great, but you have to, you have to show it. Uh, there, there's things you have to do, and so if you when you're provoking someone and you're considering them, it's a, it's a call to action. Uh, and um, just as I said, if you walk into church, you should be looking around saying, well, uh, everybody in here is better than me. I'm esteeming everybody better than self. That's going to help keep me in check. Uh, somebody, you know, somebody's uh, in my seat. That's, that's their seat today. They're better than me. Uh, and, um, but it, it, the opposite happens uh, a lot of time. Hey, you're in my seat. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and that really uh, puts a visitor, it gives them a really great first impression. Uh, and uh, uh, it's done by example. It's done by, it's done by leadership. We know that we reap what we sow. That's a spiritual law. Uh, and so we love begets love. Uh, and um, in, in, in a good example, and here's where it gets provocative, a good example of Christian living sometimes shames people into imitation. So when we say example um, in that way, in a positive way, um, it, it provokes uh, like the churches of Macedonia and how their giving provoked others to give. Their example, he, he, Paul's saying, I do you to wit. He's telling the Corinthian church who, who hadn't come through and says, I want to tell you what these little churches in Macedonia did. Because what they did 
provokes, has provoked many. And he wanted, he wanted to provoke them. It would be like me saying, coming up to you and saying, um, hey, you know, uh, why, don't, why don't you work on the, hey, why don't you work on the bus route like Brother Shane does? Tell me, tell me, tell me a reason why, why you can't work on the bus route. I heard you singing. I was just sitting next to you. You sing great. How come you're not in the choir? You should really be in the choir. God's given you a talent. You should be in the choir. But how do we normally take that? You know, we don't say it, but we, you know, we're like, uh, and then we ignore it and we go home and say, you, you would not believe what Brother So-and-so said to me today. He said I should sing in the choir. I think he should mind his own business. If I wanted to sing in the choir, if God wanted to me, God would tell me himself. I got news for you. God's not going to say, sing in the choir. <laughs> He's going to use your other brother or sister in Christ to say, hey, you've got a gift, and that's what you should be doing. Why are you not doing that? And you're like, well, I'm tired on Sundays. I'm tired on Sundays, and I'm in the choir. Well, I got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. And I'm in the choir. I'm the pastor, and I'm in the choir. And so, so if, if somebody gives me you know, a, an excuse for not, I got to say, well, that's a lousy excuse. You should, be, you should do better than that. That's not Christian, pastor. It's absolutely 100% Christian. And it's like, how come, you know, you're great with, I mean, I saw you playing with the kids outside and they love you. How come you're not in children's church? They need help in children's church. I think, I think every, every woman that's raised a kid should take time in the nursery. I know, I know that's not, you're like, I did my time. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and somebody else has got to do it. Well, sometimes somebody else doesn't do it and we need more help. So you're a great candidate if you've raised kids. It's like, hey, do you know how to change a diaper? Yeah, you're qualified. How come you're not in there? Well, you know, you know, I tried to get in there and, you know, they weren't taking any applications. <laughs> you're lying. Uh, they're always needing help in there. You should be in there. That's provoking unto love and the good works. You'd be great in there. Kids love you. Uh, and you see where I'm going with that. Um, but, it's, but it's not just, but here's what we got to do. We got to have ministry fairs. We got to have sign-up sheets. We got we to throw every, every trick out in the book. Everybody in here should be a soul winner. I've tried everything. Saturation Saturdays, uh, all these different, every, every little thing. I've tried to cheer people. Uh, rah, 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 let's go. I've tried to guilt people into it or whatever. I was just thinking the other night, I was thinking, you know what we got to do? I, 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 one thing I haven't tried is doing soul winning on a Thursday night instead of Saturday. Maybe if, I, maybe if I don't guilt people into doing soul winning on Saturday, they could do it on Thursday, and then they're like, well, and then I can have my Saturday and pastor be off my case. I'd be, I'd be cool with that if people came on Thursday. Um, but everybody needs to be a soul winner. That's what God says. So how, you know, like, you know, how come you're not a soul winner? When's the, hey, Hey, you know, when's the last time, when's the last time you, let me ask you something. When's the last time you took somebody through the Romans road? Well, that's just not me. Well, it's supposed to be you. It's it just supposed to be. You, you're, you don't have an, ex, an exemption 
from sharing the gospel. It's not for other people. It's for all of us to do. It's not just pastor. It's for all of us. Um, what, can I, what can I do to help you come? Would you, if, if, I, if you come Saturday with me to soul winning, can, can we just go get some coffee or a burger afterwards? Be my soul winning partner? Will that work? One thing I do, like, no. Like, and then you're like, well, no, you, what, you don't like me? No, it's not that. Well, well, then what is it? You just don't want to serve God? I mean, when you get down to the brass tacks, it's really what it comes down to. It's like, I know to do good, and I just, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not doing it. And for him to know to do good and do it not, uh, to him it is sin. And, uh, and so it's example. It's persistent, and it's practical, and it's active good. That's what we want people to do. Provoke unto love and good works that is persistent, practical, and active. Uh, God went about doing good. That's what we're supposed to be doing as well. So uh, my challenge to the church at this part in the let us uh, of Hebrews chapter number 10 uh, is that we all... Um, we consider one another. Um, you think about them. You think, you know, you're, it's for church, and uh, I'll just, you know, I'll think about Brother John because he's right here in front of me. And it's like, you know, I love Brother John. I wonder how he's doing. I'm going to seek him out when I get to church. And so I get to church, and there he is. Hey, how are you doing? And uh, feeling all right today? Uh, oh, yeah, things good. You're just talking. It's like, hey, um, you know, um, we've never gone for a cup of coffee and talked. I don't know you very well or something. And Let's do that. Uh, and uh, then when you have a cup of coffee, it's like, uh, you know, when did you, when did you meet, you know, your wife? Or, um, you know, how long have you been in the area? Um, you know, were you in the military? I saw that you had, I, I considered and noticed and perceived because I'm, I'm, I'm all about that because the Bible says, and I noticed you're wearing a, 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 a Marine Corps jacket. Were you in the Marines? When was that? It, See how, yeah, see how easy it is to just get to know somebody and to get their heart and to, and to, and to, and to, and to you know, pray for them? It's absolutely easy. We're just too busy to do stuff like that. So we can sit in a church and um, on a Sunday night, Wednesday night, we can be a part of a church body for, for a long, long time and not even know each other. Uh, and, and, and I just, you know, um, I think that's sad. Uh, and, and I hope that, I mean, I want to be better at, at getting to know people, uh, but I think we, we all need to be. And so it's, it's, it's a purposeful, active thing. Um, it's it's when, somebody, when somebody, well, if you, have, if you had COVID and we, we say, oh, you know, Autumn's got COVID, you're like, man, I've been there, done that. You have empathy because you've, you've gone through it. And, and so if, if, you know, if you were dragging, you had to go to the hospital for it, or, you know, some people it was mild, some people it isn't. Uh, but you know what you ought to do? You ought to, hey, how are you? Just text her and say, how are you feeling? Now, she's not asking me to do it. She's probably watching this, like, mortified right now that I'm even saying it. But how, how are you doing? Is there anything, anything you can get? I, I just said, hey, what are you, are you taking any medicine? You know, whatever. And, and, uh, and so I said, you ought to get, I said, yeah, I, I even had COVID. I said, get you some, uh, you know, I almost said Metamucil. <laughs> That's not what I'm looking for. What's the, what's the expectorant? It starts with a mucinex. Yeah. Um, Metamucil has the same effect uh, a different way. Um, all right, back to my, the story. Uh, and I said, get you some of that, that stuff. And, uh, and I said, have you ever tried Progresso soups? She's doing the health plan, different stuff. I said, you can, I said, you can eat a whole can of soup, like a giant can of soup, which has got 180 calories in it. 
She's like, no way. So she got online and she ordered that. She said, man, thank you for telling me about those soups. They're awesome. Can't believe there's only 180 calories or 200 or whatever it was. And uh, it's, just, it's just encouraging. Um, but if you've, gone, if you've gone through it, especially if you've gone through it, um, you should reach out to people who are going through it uh, throughout the church or uh, your neighbors. Uh, go to your neighbors. If they, you, know, they got, you find out they got COVID um, and uh, bring them some, you know, some, some food or whatever. So it is thinking about and considering. It's, it's, it's looking for ways to be a blessing. It's, it's provoking. It's stirring them. And it's like, man, I missed I miss you at, at church this last week. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, are you okay? Because you can, you can say, I miss you at church. Where were you? You don't have to be that way, but you can say, um, I miss you at church. Are, are you okay? And they're going to say, no, you know, um, you know, I'm okay. And so, so you're not sick? No. So then you're just skipping then? <laughs> you, know what I mean? uh, you know, you're just a loser. Uh, what, you know, uh, I mean, it depends on your relationship uh, with them uh, and how you would say those things. Uh, but, it's, but it's your job to provoke them. And, uh, you know, wouldn't it be something if you were, if you were home watching, watching the Olympics and the Lord came back, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you'd be embarrassed, wouldn't you? Especially if you're watching figure skating. Uh, and uh, I, don't, I'm, if, I don't believe there's purgatory, but you might need prayed into heaven uh, if uh, that kind of a thing. So you don't wait uh, for, for others. You do this. You, you show love and you, and you deliberately imitate Christ. Uh, and, uh, and, and I guarantee you, if we, if we do this, if we obey the Bible, if we just do what the Bible says, that, that, that God will bless it. And it might be uncomfortable, you know, you know um, but there are people whose manner is uh, to forsake the assembling. And um, so much the so that when I'm like, this is the theme, people are like, oh, you know, um, so they're not going to come to church or this person's not going to be there. There's like, you're just not, I, could, I could have a theme. I could, I could put a, 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 a reward to it. Uh, and, uh, and all the different stuff, and, and still. Um, but if I'm provoking them, and you're provoking them, and they're provoking them, and you're just like, hey, you know, it's just like, man, we just got to jump on. We're part of a family, and, and, uh, and we have a family meal on Sunday night, and you're never at the table. Um, you know, pastor loves you, and he's preparing that. And, you know, um, I, in, fact, in fact, when he was preaching that message that you missed, I thought of you. I thought you needed that message. And um, that would have helped you. It might have been, you know, you know, um, he, he's preaching against your sin or whatever. It could be um, that would have encouraged you. I don't know how many times I've texted people say, you really needed, you really needed what, what I preached on tonight. And uh, I sure wish you were there. In one ear, right out the other. And, um, and it just, you know, what I'm, you know, what I'm saying is, is you need to be there. Uh, and, uh, and, but, but we all need to do that with each other in obedience to this passage of Scripture. So we're going to stop there. Let's all stand tonight. And by way of invitation, it's just simply say, God, help me to be a, a positive spiritual provocateur uh, to my church family, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Help me in a spirit of love, provoke people 
uh, around me in, to love uh, and to good works. 